0: Welcome to the 5-Minute Business Boost, where you get to choose your 5-Minute Investment. I'm your host, Sam Hicks, and I'll be discussing topics under the headings of business development, photography, marketing, and so much more. In this episode, I'm chatting about stepping outside your comfort zone as a business owner. Stepping outside one's comfort zone is an invaluable character-building experience for small business owners. In the dynamic landscape of entrepreneurship, where adaptability and resilience are key, embracing new challenges fosters personal and professional growth. Operating a small business demands a diverse skill set. You know, we wear all those hats. And we need to be willingly venturing beyond familiar territories to sharpen those skills, promoting versatility in decision-making and problem-solving. And, you know, having a bit of fun as you go along. So why would I do this? Navigating unfamiliar territory allows small business owners to hone their leadership skills and enhance their ability to manage uncertainty. In the face of ever evolving markets and industry landscapes, the capacity to adapt becomes a crucial asset. Embracing that discomfort cultivates a mindset that thrives in ambiguity, preparing business owners to tackle unforeseen challenges with confidence. And this resilience not only fortifies their, or in your case, in this case, your ability or my ability to navigate obstacles, but also instills in a sense of empowerment fostering a mindset that views as challenges as opportunities for innovation and improvement so thinking back when as a business owner have i done this many years ago when I approached a larger retailer with the option of purchasing items from my ceramic range with all the gusto more front than Myers. And I did this. That's another story, but that stepping outside my comfort zone paid off with a sizable contract and a great relationship for a few years. But recently I had to step out of my comfort zone as an MC at a performance of opera. Now, anyone who knows me understands I don't have a problem with public speaking, MCing, etc. I have no ego except when chronic asthma kicks in and I sound raspy. But usually, cold water or a lozenger soothes the throat and I am off. And I can talk underwater with a mouth full of marbles. Well, that's what I've been told. Reflecting on the recent Ilden Pondage Opera night, it was an amazing night. It was filled with enchanting melodies and cultural celebration. And I found myself immersed in the intricate tapestry of challenges, growth, and unexpected joys that defined my experience as the master of ceremonies. And, of course, reflection is a great thing. Now, this unique journey demanded much more than just script reading. It required a blend of linguistic agility, adaptability, and the embracement of characteristics that define great MCs. And that's a huge sentence that this Aussie ocker had to come on, or take on. One of the initial challenges was immersing myself in the rich linguistic, can't even say it, linguistic tapestry of opera. French and Italian arias demanded not only pronunciation accuracy, but an understanding of the nuanced emotions encapsulated in each word. Brushing up on my French and learning the lyrical beauty of Italian became a transformative journey, adding a personal touch to my role, not to mention German and the pronunciation of correct English as I love wrecking English. To be honest, if I hadn't had guidance from a local Italian family, it would have sounded horrible and I would have felt like a complete nutter chook. And the past learnings of school French, yep, "'I remember only the swear words, "'which would make my extended family, Memi cringe. "'Thank God she doesn't listen to any of these potties. "'Google Translator was also a godsend, "'plus a few apps and a partner that speaks German. "'What could possibly go wrong?' As an MC, adaptability is just not a virtue, it's a necessity. Changing schedules and equipment adjustments tested my ability to pivot seamlessly. Working under the scorching sun with temperatures soaring to 40 degrees plus Celsius added an extra layer of challenge. Every twist and turn became an opportunity to showcase that resilience, turning potential stumbling blocks into moments of triumph. Now... That's a hell of a glorified paragraph and a bit romantic really when I wrote it, but it shows a bit more than it was just me. It was really about the excellent professionals who were trying in extreme heat and some, you know, equipment muck-ups, you know how it goes on an event, but they worked really hard to ensure I sounded great. We had schedule adjustments, just as with any event, and you must be agile and go with the flow. One great saying is, don't stress, it'll be fine on the night, and it's true. The audience have no understanding what is going on in the background to make sure everything runs smoothly, and, you know, you can shop and change. It all ends up okay. So, Being an exceptional MC involves a myriad of characteristics. In researching what makes a great MC, this is what I've learnt. You must have a great sense of respectful humour, and that can be used as a tool that can disarm any tension and create a warm, inviting atmosphere. Although on that night, it was not really the warm, inviting atmosphere we were looking for, anything, but it was trying to, you know, bring it all together, and it worked, I think. Now, the other thing I learned is the ability to work with a crowd, engaging with them spontaneity with spontaneity and charm, and that is the mark of a skilled MC. Now, I don't think I'm quite there yet, but the inclusion of me being an MC has really enhanced my skills. I learned a lot from the experience, and I'm very humbled and chuffed that I was asked. Practice public speaking, memorisation of key points and careful consideration of posture and gestures enhance the overall impact. You must keep the audience captivated. Now, I am not saying for a moment that I nailed all of that, but I had fun and the feedback was wonderful, so I didn't think I did too, too badly. Google says the role of an MC is a delicate dance between spontaneity and structure, Now, while I adhered to the major points in the script, and of course, you know, the um, agenda or the running sheet for the night, I worked from notes, which was just a godsend, and I had the arias spelt out phonetically, and that helped with the pronunciation of the languages, and then I liberally added impromptu commentary around the arias. Thankfully, the performers encouraged that. So this approached ensured, ensured, can't even speak a seamless flow and connected with the audience on a more personal down to grassroots level not everybody understands opera now moving from the sidelines with a portable mic allowed me to traverse the crowd of 300 plus attendees ensuring everybody had a clear view of the new stage in the performance I'm one that likes to walk amongst crowds I don't like being up on stage where I have the opportunity to get down to the audience level so beyond the logistical challenges, being an MC provide a platform for me to connect with amazing people, the organising committee, the amazing international and nationally acclaimed performance volunteers and the audience. Now that sense of community and shared enthusiasm for the opera forged connections that extended beyond the stage from the equipment that came from several towns over to the mixes of businesses and volunteer teams to the individuals that helped create a very successful event. The journey as MC at the Ilden Pondage Opera Night was a multifaceted experience of linguistic exploration, adaptability, and the embodiment of traits that define exceptional MCs. Now, like I said, I am not here to toot my own horn, but those linguistic challenges and unpredictability of live events... I think every facet of that rolled in together added to the layers of my personal growth as an MC. I walked away not only as a conductor of the evening but a participant in a harmonious celebration of opera leaving I suppose I dream an indebtable mark on both myself and the audience I learned so much it was a challenge I threw myself or leaned into the experience and learned so much in doing so I felt I had stepped out of my comfort zone and loved every moment and I think as a business owner you have to do that because then when other challenges come along you're ready for it I am so grateful for the experience and the support I received. And the question is, would I do it again? What do you think? Thanks for listening to the 5-Minute Business Boost. For more information, follow me on social media, sign up for my newsletter or check out my website for upcoming workshops, all sorts of things, and how we can work together to reach your small business goals. And remember, anything is possible, especially in the northeast of Victoria. Until next time, cheerio.